All right, so welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you everyone for joining us today. We're getting everybody on board. We have a fantastic interview lined up for you today. This is Friday, this is success story time. Look, these um, I Love Real success stories have been, um, they're really inspirational and it's just, it, it, it's our attempt here at I Love Real Estate to try and just shift your focus from so much of the negativity that's out there at the moment and just kind of go, you know what, rather than just, you know, get caught up in what's going on, let's get refocused and let's get centered and let's actually have a look at what are, what are students doing at the moment? What have they done in the past? What is, what is something that you can take from it to be able to inspire you and to encourage you to get out there and take advantage of what's happening in the market at the moment and take advantage of opportunities that are all around you. Even though you're probably thinking, man, everything's moving so fast, I don't know what to do. Well, that's why we're doing these exact success stories. And this success story is gonna go right into detail all about this. So we do have uh, one um, very amazing um, student here, Fung, who's now, who, who actually shared her story at the I Love Real Estate Super Conference um, a few years ago. Um, it was very entertaining. You can see the full full one up on the um, iLoveRealEstate.tv website. But today, uh, we're going to find out what she's been up to and also a bit of an overview about where she's from. <laughs> Foon, how are you doing? How are you doing? Are you ready to go? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go. Let, let, light, light me up. Light you up. <laughs> light me up. We are ready to go. Okay, where do you want me? Am I, am I alive now? Yeah, you're alive. You're alive. I know you're alive. <laughs> Checking. I don't want to talk to myself. <laughs> That's all be a bit boring. Um, okay, hi all. Um, you probably see me putting a fair bit of um, you know Facebook thing uh, lately about um, you know property that we bought and so on. Um, just give you a little bit of um, background of, of myself. Um, I'm originally from Malaysia. So I've been in Australia since 1993. Oh my God, that's so long. I feel like dinosaur. Oh my gosh. I actually live in Australia longer than in my own country. Can you believe that? Um, so I came here to study. And um, then after that, I got into pharmacy because I, I couldn't get into medicine. And that is the fallback as, as a pharmacist. So then... Uh, um, we always been brought up as an Asian um, kids is always work hard, study hard, get a good job, um, then get get a, a, a house and then get married and all that. So so basically study hard and get a good job. That that has been imprinted in in our mind since we were kids. So I study hard, I got a job, and I work hard for it. So I literally work more than average people. I work about 60 to 80 hours a week. And because of that, um, I make myself a really good income as, as a young pharmacist. And because of that as well, um, I have to pay a lot of tax. And tax is, is so rude. Like I remember when I first started the job, the accountant said to me, he said, Fung, there's two things that guarantee in your life. I look at him, it's like, you know, back then I was 20. I was like, what can you guarantee in life? He said, he said to me, death and tax. I was like, wow, that's wonderful. I just 20 and you tell me that I'm going to die and I have to pay tax. And he, he was right, actually paying tax. I pay lots of tax. So I went to see a private accountant and said, look, what can I do to minimize my tax? And all he said to me is, 
by negative gear property. And because I, I knew nothing about it, so I just went out and started buying a lot of negative gear property. Uh, and I made sure I paid the most and to make it as negative gear as possible. And, and that was my strategy. So when I met my husband, I made sure that he is on the same page with me as well to say, look, you either buy negative gear property with me or we cannot go out together. So, so he did. So we combined our income back then would be close to 250000 and um, just imagine the tax we have to pay. Uh, we, we actually spend a lot of money buying a lot of negative gear property um, to a point where we accumulated 14 negative gear property with a negative cash flow of 70,000 a year. And that 70,000 is after tax money. So you can imagine how deep the shithole we, we dig ourselves into. And it took us a very long time to climb back out, a long time. So, so, so you, were, you were both going down, you both got sold on the negative gear. And you, what, you wouldn't go out with him unless he was going to buy negatively geared properties. Yeah, yeah, I actually said to him, because when I first met him, he was into share. And I said to him, like, dude, we can't get out, we can't go out together. Because if we are not on the same page, especially my page, is we are not in the same interest. So he ended up having to sell all his share portfolio, get his money and buy negative gear property. So um, I, I guess, you know, it is my fault uh, that I make him do that. But it, it is a lesson to learn. It, we, we learn from our mistake and then we move on. Mm. And just, just out of interest, how did you get the, 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 the properties like... Was there, did you like do it yourself? Were you advised by an accountant or how did you get sucked in just so that, you know? Oh man, was... that, is, that is such a painful way. So no, actually that was a really easy way to get sucked in. So we went to a third party. Um, they, they say you can join us for free. All right. So we joined them and what they do is they would sell you property. See that, that's how I get brought out from them is like, they sell property to us. So they are more like a, a middleman that selling property for the builder or the developer and market out and sell it to us. And they try to sell the concept of doubling in uh, price of your property and also try to sell you the idea of negative gear because you can get your tax back. So because of that, we kind of tick all our boxes. Okay, negative gear, tick. Um, you know, property were doubling in 10 years, tick, right? But it, it, it did not doubling. The reason I tell you why it did not doubling is because we were buying end-of-the-line product. So it's already been maximized. There is nothing that you can do other than a legal pet. You can't subdivide. You cannot, um, you know, um, increase the, the growth of it. And, um, and we bought in, into a lot of apartment and resorts style uh, property. And that is a worse because can you imagine the strata that you had to pay for a resort style unit? Um, I think there was a unit we actually pay more than 3000 per quarter just for the strata fee. And that just wow. eating your profit. And, but hey, look, it, it's negative gear, fantastic. You know, you get your tax back, but what's the point? So it, it took me a long time to understand that until I met Dimna, like it, it, that penny just dropped. Uh, after I met Dimna, it's just like, wow, you know, that that is just uh, eye-opening. 
So why did you decide? Like, what were there, there some things that happened when you were like came to a point where it's like, this is I've got to be able to just change. What what happened for you to actually to to look into and to find um, the Isle of Lisette community in Dimna? Um, well, I, when when the first time I met Dimna was through Facebook, she was advertising a few things. So I, I rocked up to the one day of a uh, seminar. I was sitting at the back row, like you know. It's typical Asian. Like we don't see the front row. We sit at the back because me not speak English. Just in case she pick on me, so I, I sat at the back, crossed my arm, and she said, "Oh, negative property uh, is a wrong thing to do," and so on and so on. So I was like, "Oh, I've been buying positive, negative year property for the last, you know, ten years. What make you think that is wrong, right?" Because I was in so deep in there that I couldn't even see the lights. I couldn't even see there is another way to make money. So, um, but then when she explained that of, of the whole day boot camp, and you suddenly realize that what I have done for the last 10 years was so wrong, and I signed up on, on spot, um, pay her the money, signed up, went back to tell my husband about it. Um, sadly, he didn't talk to me for many days um, because he thought that it is another thing that someone wants to sell you the property, but it's not. Like she's telling you the, the knowledge. And, and she's selling you the hope that um, you can turn everything around and start again. And that's exactly where I am now. So it is just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Were there things happening in your life as well at the time that kind of forced, you know, kind of encouraged yeah, well, you? I was, I was looking for a way out because, you know, how we were so negative here for 70,000 every year. And then... To make it worse, my mom actually got diagnosed with cancer and she was back in Malaysia, not, not resident in Australia. So I had to fly her over here to do um, treatment and um, the whole treatment cost 80000 and I had to draw that out from our line of credit to support her through the, the whole treatment process and that really hurts. Like it hurts financially and mentally and and just emotionally because mom passed away after that so not only we lost her we lost extra 80,000 on top so at that time I was really looking for a solution a, a solution of how to get ourselves out of debt we literally have debt so it, it sounds so great to tell people that I have 14 property and everyone's just like wow 14 you've done so well but they forgot to ask you, have you made money? We, we did not. We actually make a loss. So, so that's when I, I found Dimna because I, I know that if I decided to do nothing, uh, we probably will lose our house. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. And uh, did you have a chat with Dimna about your situation? <laughs> Thanks, Michael. Thanks for the reminder. So I... Um, I sign up, then I talk to Dimna after she off the stage. So I explained to her my situation. And the first thing she looked into my eyes, she said, Fung, you have to sell 14 of the negative gear property. It was like, I, I didn't even know how to respond because they were my trophy, you know, that they were the trophy that I, I, going, uh, I was showing off to people to say how well I have done. That is my ego. And Dimna has actually put a dent in my ego and said, you have to sell it uh, in order to get out of it. 
so I'm, I'm a bit slow learner. So it took me four years to clear all that 14 negative gear property. Um, but, you know, really thanks to her because all this time when I look at her, it's like, you blonde chick, you know nothing about negative gear property, but you know, this blonde chick is amazing good. She's amazing. Trust me, Michael. <laughs> it, I, I don't need to trust you, I know, but I know what you're saying, yes. <laughs> Yeah, she is good. She, she just told me, you have to sell it. I look at her, I was like, why? Why, why am I selling this for? Like, they're, I'm showing off with, they are my medals. And, you know, like you go to Olympic, you, you collect medals. And that they were my medals that showing off to everyone. And, but, you know, I, I took her advice, which, which is great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. So, um, so, so then what happened then? I mean, obviously you had to kind of like uh, start to, change into and obviously it took four years where did you first start off what were the kind of the deals you started to get into what was your first deal that you started okay so in order to get rid of that 14 properties some of them were quite old so i ended up spending a bit of time renovate that myself so i actually learned renovation through my own negative gear property first so um we did a lot of interstate uh, renovation as well and then after we managed to clear most of the negative gear uh, property, um, we decided to do a JV with a local student back, uh, back in Adelaide. And that's exactly how the journey starts. So we started doing JV back in 2018, I think end of 18. And since then, we're just doing JV deals all the time. And um, we're only doing Renault and Flip. So that is our strategy, because we need to create fabulous chunk cash. And the JV that we have, um, they're also after a chunk cash. So that works out quite well um, because we know that when we get in, we can get out very quickly. Mm. Very good, very good. And just just one thing I wanted to kind of just maybe just jog your memory on is you you had some kids at the time as well, didn't you? How did they how did they kind of like <laughs> how did, did... I tried to forget them? Why do you bring that up? <laughs> I try to not to remember them. And you just, oh man, all right, they're going to your house tonight. I don't care. Um, yeah, so so back then, the other reason is um, not only my mom was sick, I got two boys under three. Um, so because the hours that I worked was quite a long hours, so I hardly see them. So the whole purpose of getting married and having kids is having a family. But back then, I didn't even physically have time to have family time. So that is the other key reason why I was looking for solution to give me my time back. And then that's all I was after. I want my time back. I do not want to sell my time for money to pay for my negative gear property. Mm. Well, so Michael, when would you like to have my voice? Well, now hang on. What, what do you what do you mean by that? Why do you how do you view them like you want to get rid of them? Yes, just like puppy. <laughs> they currently they are liability. You can't even you know share your profit to them. So maybe I'll take them back when they're eighteen. So what are you gonna are you gonna <laughs> are you gonna rent them out? Are you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know you can rent your husband and rent a wife. Now you can rent the kids out as well. <laughs> Uh, very good very good so <laughs> now there was just a question about um you were doing a reno and a flip for a chunk 
for a chunk yes. deal. Is that that's that's yes. that was just just to clarify that point. Yeah, that was yeah, a, that was the first thing. And did that then kind of like become your? I mean, what happened? Was that became your cookie cutter or what, what, what happened yeah. from there? So, so Renault & Fleet is, uh, Renault & Fleet to create chunk deal is our cookie cutter strategy because I remember Dimna always say about, you know, cash cow and chunk deal. So we decided to go down that path to do a chunk deal. So our cookie cutter strategy is quite simple. We buy something that is not very pretty. Um, in other words, it's ugly. Um, but then we are quite specific. We after some sort of characters home. In, in Adelaide, you, you can find a lot of bungalows, um, you know, Tudor style home and all that. So we kind of uh, fine tune our strategy a little bit more, just not simply every renovation that we do. We will pick what the market is really um, looking for. Um, we, we tend not to renovate a 70, 80, um, you know, that era house. We tend to renovate 1920s, 1910, that sort of vintage. Um, so that received a really good response from the market. And as you know, in Adelaide, it's, it's all brick. So, you know, anything that built back then is double brick. So, um, so you need to factor that cost in there because it costs more to renovate a double brick home than a jute home. Mm. Absolutely, yes. I think Dimna's term is that stone. Everything in Adelaide is stone. <laughs> When she said, what do you buy in Adelaide? Everyone said, brick. And she said, you bloody Adelaide people. Everything is brick. I remember she said that. Absolutely. Yeah, she does indeed. She does indeed. So just when you got into the training, was it was this kind of like a specific part that kind of impacted you a lot? That changed your perspective? Because obviously you said that, you know, like, you know, you had to overcome your ego. Was there a part of the training that, that helped you? Yes, um, as soon as I signed up, um, I attended the boot camp. So talking to people really helped. Um, they actually give you a lot of inspiration and what is possible out there. Um, because I was so conditioned to the mindset that, um, you know, negative gear is the only way to go and to get myself out of that hole is, 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 is a big hole to come out. And of course, you have that negative uh, thought about the whole process. But talking to the student, it helps. And, and I think what really changed me is after I attend the uh, millionaire mindset, and that has changed the whole way how I look at things, um, you know, from, from life to business to opportunity to future. So that really changed uh, the outlook. And then going to super conference, that is the next level. That's the next level of everything. I mean, I was there back in 2019. And, and the vibe that you receive from all the students, all the, um, you know, contestants and all that, is, is just something that you, you can't buy. And that is something that you have to experience. And, and that will just change how you're going to improve yourself. And I was there and I already said to myself, if that person can do this, why can't I do this? You always ask your question, yourself question, why? Because the why will lead you to how, and the how will lead you to the action. So, so that is the very simple few words I always ask. Mm. Yeah, Mick, Mick and, and Tandra just said, um, so true. Millionaire Within is an outstanding event. Yep, absolutely. Um, you also mentioned, I think, what is your next goal? Can you can you expand a little bit on 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 how you think about that? 
my next goal. Yeah, you have the viewpoint. You, you should ask yourself, what is your next goal? Because you you kind of you you went there and you would you know you shared your story on stage, um, and then at the end of it, what yeah, what, what did you run into and what what were you kind of looking at from there? You know, what 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 happened after as a consequence of that of uh, sharing your story? Yeah, because um, after the super conference, um, I've seen a lot of students present their story. Then I asked myself, okay, I've, I've done this. Uh, I've done renovation. I've done the flip. Uh, done the Chandil, Chandil, uh project and so on. What else can I do? So I look at all the students who presented. Then I set myself a goal. So I'm like, okay, um, I want to be like her, right? I think one of the students presented really well. So I want to be like her. I want to see what she has been doing and I want to follow her footsteps. And that opens up our um, next arms of business is going into development. So initially our goal was just do Renault and Flip and that was our five-year goal. Just keep doing Renault and Flip, getting Chang deal and we're happy with it. But after the uh, super conference, it changed our goal post again to say, okay, you can do Renault and Flip as a side deal, but my goal now is I want to become a developer down the track. So, so that is our our other goals that we want to. And that's what that's what you've done, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that that's what we've done. So, so now we have two different business, and one is Renault and Flip, and one is development. Awesome. Awesome. So could you give us a bit of a list of, of the kind of like what you've done deal-wise? Like what did you do within the first, maybe uh, when you first joined? You obviously had four years to be able to kind of get cleaned up from the negative gearing side of things. Yeah. When you kind of kicked into it, what, what did you do when you first started to get into your JVs? How did, how did you? Oh, well, um, it's quite simple. We, we just, um, I, I love to go to um, any one day that did not come to Adelaide or the boot camp. Um, so actually just talking to students there to say, look, you know, um, we, we, we can't borrow money because we were still classified as um, not as a favorable client for Westpac. And because back then I already dropped my hours um, as a full-time pharmacist. So suddenly we're down to one income and one part-time. So then I talked to this lady and said, look, you know, I can't borrow money, but I got the skill. So then she said, why don't we do JV? And uh, then we, we tried to understand what she wants and what I want. So then we work out that uh, random flip is the strategy we go forward. And that's how we started. That, that's how we started the whole journey. Got it. And how did it how did it work out for you when you first started? Like, what were, were you making good profits to start with, or was it something that changed over time when you got better? Yeah, so so we we get better over time. So I've been doing um, same JV with the same JV partners for the last three times now. Um, the the improvement in terms of time frame has improved uh, immensely. Um, the first year we did, uh, we were not familiar with the council. Um, and the house that we bought in was actually in a conservation zone. So anything that you do from the picket fence to the color scheme, to the carport, to nuts and bolts uh, has to be approved by the heritage architect. Um, so that project took us 13 months and that brought us into COVID. 
the beginning of COVID. And mm. that hard, that hit really hard. But we still make money, but not as much because that was the beginning of COVID. Everyone were not sure where were the property market going to, whether it's going up, going down. So when we had an auction, we didn't have a lot of people turn up as we expected, but we managed to sell it. We still make money out of that. But since then, um, because we fine-tuned our skill, um, it started from 13 months to six months and now down to 12 weeks. So we literally can flip a property, exactly the same job, uh, from 13 months to 12 weeks. Wow. Super yeah. fast. Yeah. So, so we actually have improved our process and system. So the cookie cutters is getting better and better this time. So um, the last, the, the one before this, we did that in 12 weeks as well. So in 12 weeks, we usually will turn around a property. Fantastic. And are you, now you've got your own kind of like team that does a lot yeah. of your work, does it? I mean, like, and how do you, um, now that they're on board, how do they approach things now? And oh, you, you know how tradies, <laughs> their language is quite different from what we usually use in, in, in the community. So usually when I buy something, I'll take them through and say, oh, guys, it's the same thing. And my painter will say to me, oh, fun, same shit, different house. I'll say, yes. <laughs> different house, but same shit. So my painter knows my color scheme really well. So she, he will not just order enough paints for one job. He will order plenty uh, for the next two or three jobs. Uh, same as the tower, the carpenter, they, they're not exactly where I'm running. So even the tower, like just rock up a couple of days ago, say, same job, yes, same, 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 you know, you know, same towel, same color towel, same color skin. So then you don't have to brief them too much. So um, the, what I'm trying to say is your air team is really important. Like they know what you want and it will just make the thing really fly very smoothly from, you know, 13 months to become 12 weeks. Yeah. And are you, are you not doing any structural reno? It's, it's more cosmetic? Um, I don't know how you define structure. <laughs> <laughs> because it is a grey area. Um, if you take down a support wall, you classify it as a structure wall. If you explain it, it will be a structure reno. Um, so we usually try to uh, reframe ourselves um, within that four walls and not to do anything further out because then you will get your counsel involved and that might take no end for the time. So we usually just play the internal space uh, unless we have to push it out. So when we buy anything, we always look at the layout of the floor, the floor plan. If the floor plan doesn't fit in, we will not go ahead because it, it takes too long and it's too costly to play. Because usually you only take maximum of three walls down. Uh, anything more than three walls is going to cost a lot of money. Mm, got it. That was actually a question from Tim, who's asked in the chat. Yep. Awesome. And then how does it how does it work out for you in regards to? Could you give us an idea about like in in a, in a year? How do you how many deals can you do in a year? How does that work out from a profit kind of side of things as well? Um, it's hard to say how many deals a year because it depending on um, how long the project takes. 
The quickest one I did was three and a half days. Three and a half days, we were in and out. And that was my own investment property. Like it's nothing much to do. All we did is we went in, the painter painted three, it's three levels townhouse. So he painted inside three levels and then we changed all the carpet. Then we tidy up, style in three and a half days. So wow. that was a purchase. So we cannot go by numbers. We go by um, the dollar value we bank in our bank. So we average banking about, I think last year was a bad year. We're banking 300 uh, as a total project uh, net profit. This year we are looking at 450 and the year before was more. So, um, so we usually would base on that figures, but average about four to six projects a year, depending on how big and small. If it is three and a half days, we come up really quick. And the other one only took me two weeks to finish uh, inside and outside as well. So um, I don't know, about four to six projects a year. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And that's, uh, and that's a little bit more than what you were doing kind of work-wise. So are you needing to still work at all? Obviously you've cut down to part-time work. Um, I only work five hours every fortnight now. And sometimes I even reduce it to five hours once a month. It's actually not worth the going anymore, but um, I just have to keep my pharmacy license alive just in case. Um, hopefully there's not in case because how we progress now and how we move on with our project and the lifestyle, I cannot see myself going back and work, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours a week. I just can't see myself doing that. Sure, sure. Uh, question here, uh, Vitram, in regards to CGT with the buy, reno, sell, flips, capital gains okay. tax. Yeah. Um, no, we actually, the profit is been shared as a personal income tax or depending how they structure that. So some JV partners structure that as a company tax. So there will be no capital gain tax for that. So you literally just pay, your, for me, I pay personal tax. And my JV partners, depending how they structure, some of them pay as a personal tax, as an income, or they pay that as a company tax. Awesome. And um, are you using a consultancy trust? That's another question from Mick and Tanja. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, there is a question about Tim, and I think we're going to cover that one coming up pretty soon on a couple other things as well. Uh, you just, just asked a question, how many hours a week on average do you spend on your deals? Um, on site or looking up of deals or... Mm, uh, well, Eugene hasn't specified. Fung. Eugene has a specified. No, no, just hasn't hasn't mentioned. So it's just 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 ask the question: How many okay. hours hours a week? Because because you're currently on site at the moment, aren't you? Uh, no, I'm actually actually at home. This morning I already been to site. So usually I spend about um, an hour or two on site, depending how many slides I have to go. If the site is quite straightforward, I'll be there. Like this morning, I was there for half an hour. Just, just go in there, say hi boys, how's everything going? What is the plan today? What are we going to achieve today? And then I'll tell them what is lining up for next week. Um, so I'll be there just half an hour to one hour max uh, a day. Then I'll spend a bit of time looking, searching for uh, materials. And that's how we save money in terms of Renault. 
So I would search for material and go and purchase that and get that delivered to site. So that's my role. And then I will spend a fair bit of time doing all the layout, the design of the uh, Renault site. Um, so we don't engage a designer to do that because that, that's my passion. I, I like to design. So I can spend up to like for the last, last mon uh, Monday and Tuesday, I spend about seven hours uh, at, in the kitchen um, supply to nut out all the kitchen uh, layout and you know the material, what it looks like and all that. So I spend more time with the profession rather than really on site. And, and that, that's how I, I spend my time. And it's quite flexible. I, if I feel like doing something, I do something like this Wednesday, I, I didn't feel like doing anything. So I just stay in bed, didn't even go. I just stay in bed. I just, the boys rang me. I was like, nah, not feeling well today. I'm staying in bed, not coming out. I had lunch with my husband. And after that, I just stay in bed and looking at Pinterest and looking at how people design the kitchen, how they design. So, so um, I, I spent a lot of time on my mobile, um, just reading up and just try to, you know, educate myself a bit more about what is uh, on trend. Uh, what sort of material, what is the best material. So when you talk to your tradies, you don't sound like you're stupid because as a woman in a um, male environment, um, it is a, a very challenging environment uh, to start off from the very year one. Um, they actually talk down to you. It's, it's, well, just, just put it this way. You are Asian, you are woman, and you are pharmacist. What do you know, right? So I spent a lot of time trying to educate myself to understand and try to bring myself to their level so then we can all talk together each other so then that helps um, I build up my team to um, to improve the, the timeline and also together on the same page mm. awesome 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 um, can you there's a couple of different questions about um, uh, how much time you have and, and uh, a few other things but uh, and also about the market being hot at the moment and what do you do? And I think you've got a bit of a, a situation that came up about um, some, a possible deal that came up and there was something that you did about how a project stack, stacks up. Did you want to elaborate on, I think it was a recent mm -hmm. deal that you did. There's, there's something there, that, especially that it, it describes what's happening with the market and how you've approached it as well. Yeah, um, I think everyone know, all understand that the market now is is going crazy. Like you, you it just it's just like a, a trend that just ran away. Um, it, it, I don't think that will stop in any 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 time. It's just going very fast. So um, I, I have a lot of you know students from I Love Real Estate send me a text and ask me, how do you overcome that? Like how do you work out the numbers? How do you make sure that the numbers stack up? Uh, there's no how. Uh, I'll tell you the truth because the market has moved so fast. Even the the past two months sale history is not relevant anymore. I, I don't know about any state, but in Adelaide, it is that case. So if someone pay, let's say nine hundred thousand two months ago for a similar similar size block, same frontage. Um, not far away from where I'm looking at and if I rock up to the auction it will not be 900 anymore in two months it will be over more than a million 
and it is what the market is willing to pay. So no matter what research you do, um, it's good for FYI, for your own information. So at least you know where your limits are. But um, my only advice to all that student is you just need to be in there. Like we go to auction every week, whether we want to buy, whether we are happy to buy or whether we can't afford to buy, we just rock up to the site that the suburb that we target for. And we just want to understand the market because if you don't be, don't go outside and be there in front of the agent, um, you are not making yourself present. You need to be there to show them that you are the potential buyer. And to take a further step from there is we always register, um, just in case. You never know that the market can can turn to you. You never know. And just like a couple of weeks ago, um, it, this this is. Uh, one house we're talking about one house away from the beach uh, usually on the esplanade in Adelaide just for a block of land you pay well excess over a million not including the house just a land so I said to my husband I said like you know I'm giving up I said no way that we can buy something like that because the house for five streets away from the beach five streets away not one house away five streets away from the beach was selling for 926,000 and it didn't even make it to auction. So someone actually willing to pay 926,000 before auction to purchase that house. So I know for this house, which is one house away from the beach, from the Esplanade, from the uh, shopper strips, like it's, it's a big, you know, um, action packed area. And to buy that under 926,000 is impossible. So I said to my husband, no, we're not going because it will be a waste of time. He said, look, just, just go for a drive. It's a nice day. Go for a drive. So we drove there and as, as me, I usually just register just in case. So I, I rocked out and, and, and register. And guess what? We bought the house for 925, less than four street away. And that property has multiple strategy. You can Airbnb it. You can divide the house into two. So you can turn a four-bedroom house into a three-bedroom house and one studio. So you can rent it to two separate parties. You can do a rental and flip. That's my forte. I can flip that and make a couple of hundred thousand out of that. Or if I Airbnb it, or cash flow of twenty-five to 30000 a year. Or even better, bulldoze it, build double-story house, and sell it for $2 million. You know, three strategies there waiting for you to play. So, so that's why I say you need to be there just in case. That word just in case is very important because that secure me a beachside house that I can do plenty of stuff with. And just because I rock up, just imagine like, you know, if everyone's saying the market is hot, we don't want to go because there's no chance. But how do you know if you don't go? And has that moved since you've purchased it? Oh, just two weeks ago. I don't think we can move that fast. <laughs> <laughs> two but, weeks. I've already done my study. I know I know how much I can rent it for because even a unit on that suburb, a uh, Airbnb unit in that suburb, already renting out for about $150 a night. Just a unit. Sorry, my three-bedroom house will rent more than that. So I, I'll work on the worst case scenario of $200 a night and the back unit uh, is $100 a night. 
And not only that, we can park multiple cars, uh, a boat uh, or a caravan if you want to. So, so and the, the highlight of this property next door is a sea police. So you are very safe. No one would dare to break into your house. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic, Fong. That's, that's great. Um, so now this is, that's something that you've done yourself, though. That wasn't a JV. No, no, that we, we decided to do that ourselves um, because, because of this multiple strategy involved and also partly for our lifestyle uh, change as well. So I can bring my kids there during, uh, during the weekend so we can do fishing and crabbing there and then rent out during the week. So we need to work out all the tax, uh, how we pay the tax and so on. But um, yeah, because uh, just just imagine if I had that fourteen negative gear property, I don't think I'll ever have that opportunity to buy this house. And this is, um, and not only that, we can turn this into a PPR project, sell our own PPR, or move out and move into this one and do that as a PPR project. So, um, plenty of strategy for this property, um, but you just need to be in in it to win. Yeah, love it, love it. Yeah, love, love, love the the, the attitude there. Um, okay. Uh, so that how do you kind of approach JVs? Because you've done you've done a fair few. It, it, it certainly is your cookie cutter. So how would you? What would you say about you know how you look at doing a, a JV? Okay. Um, well, doing doing JV is a great thing to do because if one party is lack of something and you can get someone to fill that gap, it actually helps you to move forward. And that is exactly my case because back then we couldn't borrow money. So we managed to find someone who is a money partner to, to, and she has no time and no skill. So it is a nice compliment to each other that we can join together and move forward. But the key thing is not about finding someone. The key thing is finding someone who you can trust, someone you can respect, and someone is on the same page with you. Because it is like getting married together or, or even go out as a girlfriend, boyfriend. Don't, don't even about talking about marriage. Um, because the JV project can be long time. You know, like the first deal is 13 months. So you have to tough out with someone that you dislike or you think they are not trustable for 13 months. It, it is a long journey, it's quite painful. And it actually can, can break you mentally. So um, you need to be able to scan that through. I believe we have a questionnaire somewhere from the I Love Real Estate, uh, from the Pacific Law, that you can use that as a, um, as a guide to scan through your JV partner. Um, but the thing is, I always believe that the two words that I always remember when I do JV is about respect and trust. These two are very important to keep the relationship going and make money together. Um, trust come with, come with time. So you need to trust someone, but the times will prove that. And respect is always start from the very beginning because if you don't respect each party, then don't do it because it is not the best way to start because you start from the wrong foot already. And um, it, it can be quite painful because just imagine if you go into a development deal and do a JV with someone, that usually will last for 18 to 24 months. 
just for the project to complete and for, for the project to sell it will take another longer. So, so you ask yourself, if I decided to JV someone that I cannot get along with, can I mentally last that long to go through that? So um, use that questionnaire, go through that. Some people can talk, but they never deliver. So you need to check their track record to make sure that um, they are, can deliver, they, they say what they can do. Um, and also for money partner, you have to make sure that they can last you all the way through. Because the worst thing is for your money partner come around and say, I ran out of money. Then what are you going to do? And then you need to find a third money partner, a third party to come in to bail you out. Otherwise, the project will just go patient. Mm. Mm. Oh, great, 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 um, great info. Uh, now, um, I've just posted in there as well the Steps 30 of the Get Started Now program. It has a, uh, a link there for you to download the joint venture uh, info sheet. So you can click on that if you want more info about that. Uh, now, how is your light different now to before you started? Well, remember the, from the very beginning of this interview, I said I want time because that is the only, only thing I miss out in my whole life because I spend so much time selling my time for money. So now I've got more time to yell at my kids, more time to yell at my husband. I have more time to look after a puppy. So basically, I have more time to do all this, which I didn't have before. So it actually buy me time and buy my life back. Excellent. And But are you now yelling at your kids and your husband now that you have so much time? <laughs> Sometimes I wish that I can go back to work full time. <laughs> my son even said to me, when are you going to work? as a pharmacist, a real pharmacist for once. I said, nah, I'm not going back. I can't see myself going back. But um, yeah, no, no, I, I literally quite um, grateful that I actually joined I Love uh, Real Estate because that has given me back my life and a family life that's more important. So even though no matter how much I yell at my kids, I think deep in their heart, I believe that they still love me. Oh, we, we'll find out, we'll find out. If not, you can rent them out for, for a while too. Foster them. <laughs> so now, did you go and buy a puppy? Is that what you did or did you kind of... No, actually, you... I actually pay for a puppy. It's coming from New South Wales. So, so it's coming in October. So um, that is something that we always love to have. But, you know, like puppy like human beings, you, you need time. You must have time to spend time with them. So um, this, this is another reason why we decided to get a puppy because we can now, we got time to look after something small. Um, yes, but you know, because, because of COVID, we can't go overseas and do things that we used to do. So I think having puppy would helps to calm the two boys down and make them responsible. Awesome, awesome. So, at the moment, you're no longer selling your time for money like you were when you first started. No, never. I never want that again. And I never wish everyone should do that. Um, you know, like I said to you before, I, I drive my kids to school every morning and I can see all these people parked next to me and they look really sad. And you can see all these people are driving to work. And I just so wish that I can knock on the window and say, look, there is another way you can make money and buy your time back. 
and not buying your time back from what you have lost, but at least you can buy your time now and enjoy your life. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, what do you tell others about the I Love community and program now? Because when you first started, it was a bit of a, you know, diving, diving in the deep end and also spending a bit of money as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I cannot stress more than knowledge um, because I always believe that, you know, the mistake that I made long time ago of buying negative gear property because I didn't have the knowledge. I just listened to what people asked me to do. So that uh, ignorance cost me time and money, it cost me 14 years of time that I couldn't get back. Um, I wish I met Dimna 14 years ago. Uh, I really wish that. But looking forward is since I met her, my life has changed a lot. Um, so, so money to buy knowledge is so important because that helps you to minimize uh, the mistake that you're going to make. Mistake is going to cost more than what you're going to spend on your education. So I always say to people, if you can spend a bit of money uh, on your education and educate yourself, um, that is the only way to move forward. Excellent, excellent. Fung, I think, um, I think we're pretty much wrapped up unless there's anything else that you'd like to say or share. Um, is there anything yeah. else? Anything else? What, 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 what you would... Okay, um, let, let me say something to, to everyone here. Um, I always, I, I don't like reading books because, you know, uh, me not speak English. So I, I, I don't read books. I, I, I read a lot of phrases. So I remember I saw something from Facebook, it pops up and this is from Bill Gates. And he says, if you are born poor, it is not your fault. But if you die poor, it is your fault. And I always remind that to my kids. I always remind them in the car. And I say to them, if, if you're born in a poor family, it's never been your fault. It's just unfortunate you're born in a poor family. Exactly like my case, I'm born in a very poor family. But if I die poor, it is fully responsible, my fault that I never try hard. So I have instilled that to my boys and they both got music scholarship. And I brought them to see homeless people. And I said to them, whatever happened to these people is not their fault. But what their fault is, they never have enough knowledge to empower them to get out of that situation. So that is my only message to everyone else is, is knowledge. Mm, awesome. And how are your boys different now to how they were before? Obviously, this, they were still very young when you first started, but have you seen the influence affecting them? Yes, I took my boys to auction. Um, I want them to understand what um, the, the uh, market looked like. I want them to understand the, um, the property. I also asked them to study hard and get a good job, like what my parents told me. But I said to them, there are different ways of making a better life. You don't have to work nine to five to, to, to sell your time to make money. There is a better way to do it. So I still like them to do the best they can do, but I have already instilled them the ideas of the, the power of um, how to make a better lifestyle. 
So, um, you know, there are no properties, one vehicle. They also know buying share is one vehicle. And um, I, I just hope that, you know, this, this sort of property education can be, um, you know, included in year 10, 11 and 12 curriculum to tell the kids that they are better away uh, than study hard, go to uni and get a job and get fired. Um, you can be your own boss. Mm. And did you end up firing your original boss? Oh, yes. I fired him straight away. I fired him back in 2014. I'm just like, you know, you treat me like SHIP, I'll give you back. So I fired him. So it's nice feeling that you can actually fire your boss. And which I did. What was that like for you? Oh man, I, I was so wishing that I can give him one finger salute when I walk out the door. <laughs> Now, I, I try to be professional. I try to be professional like a usual drug dealer. I just walk out there calmly and never turn back or never turn back and say goodbye to anyone else. I'm just like, you know, you guys sucked in. You have to work nine to five and wait for your paycheck. I don't have to do that anymore. That, that is what the best payback to him. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And one last thing. When you were on stage, I think you there was an offer that you put out to the crowd, but you didn't get any response back. Um, yes, yes, I remember. Yes, I remember. Um, should we go into that? <laughs> if you want to, if you don't, that's that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, you know, as, as a typical Asian family, well, we're talking about typical Asian. I'm not trying to be racist because I'm talking about myself. Um, the family always want their children to become a doctor, uh, a dentist, and anything after that is nobody. All right, so I, I couldn't get into medicine. I, I, I was missed out by two, two points. So I became a pharmacist. And uh, when I met my husband, he's an engineer. So he didn't fit into that square at all. He totally missed out because he's not a doctor, he's not a dentist. So I. Uh, Back in 2019 on the stage, I actually proposed to people say that I'm looking for upgrade. So if there's any doctors out there and want to upgrade to a wife like me, I'm quite happy to you know, consider that as a JV deal. And until now, I still couldn't find, I couldn't even upgrade my husband. He stuck with me or maybe more like I stuck with him. So um, if anyone knows anyone who is a doctor and willing to upgrade, I'll pay a spot of fee. Is that done deal, Michael? Have, have you put it onto the forum on the website? <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. one. I haven't seen a JV for a husband yet. On the forum. Maybe I should try that. Maybe I should try that tonight and see whether the post will get taken down or not. <laughs> for a spotter's fee. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Um, all good. I'll, I'll keep him for a while. Good. You guys are doing awesomely. And uh, look, thank you so much for sharing. This has been fantastic. Look, there's been a, there's been a whole lot of kind of questions that have come through. Some of them have been really specific and they have been answered. Uh, and others are kind of like asking specific questions about stuff, which is probably more suitable for your you know about where you purchase things from and so forth we don't usually go into that much detail about that that really is all about 
Fung and how she's been able to create that. So I'm sorry, we've, we've answered a number of them and I know that a lot of things have been covered in this. You're welcome to review this session as well on Facebook. So this, um, you can review it at any point in time and we will get it edited and up onto the, to the members only website. So Fung, thank you so much for sharing. It's been, it's been fantastic. I really appreciate it. And there's been a lot of kind of real lovely responses both here and also on Facebook as well. Um, so, uh, and I mean, like even just, uh, I think you might've clarified as well, your, your last, uh, 12 months of what you're doing is multiples of what you were earning back as a, uh, as a, a, a pharmacist or a drug dealer or. <laughs> well, depending on how you want to define me, I, I can be either way. I can be a real drug dealer or a not so real drug dealer. I think, um, yeah, but it's, um, I have, um, double or maybe triple my income uh, from where I was before. So, and, and working pretty much minimum hours as well. So I, I think um, it is a real lifestyle changes uh, for me and my family, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, the other thing, Michael, is if people want to ask me more specific question, they can actually um, private message me and they can search me up on the I Love Real Estate site and send me a message and I'll try to answer them back as well if, if that helps, if someone wants to ask more, you know, private question or anything like that. Yeah, but at the, at the same time, we want to make sure that you're kind of, you know, you're not bombarded with a whole lot of information as well. So, yeah, be respectful for anyone who wants to reach out. But thank you so much for that. Yeah, but you know I'm free, right? <laughs> Oh, and I'm only on site like one hour a week now, so I'm I'm pretty free to help out. I mean, like you know, with with um with any question that needs help, I'll I'll try my best to help out. Um, I think that's why the community is so good. Like everyone just helping each other out. We used to I used to be a newbie as well, and I ask people a question, and no one would say, "Look, you know, I'm too busy, I can't help you." Um, so uh, this is my time to give back. Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's really cool. Funk, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you for taking out the time. Thank you for kind of like jumping in and sharing your story. Uh, it's been really awesome. I'm sure you've probably seen a whole lot of the comments that have come through. I'm not too sure mm -hmm. if you can see it because you're on your tune in on your phone. Um, I'll make sure that they can get them over to you too, if you like. Um, we're right on the one o'clock. So we've gone on one hour. So we're probably going to leave it there. Mm -hmm. um, and um yeah, thank you so much, and everyone in the um, in the community. This um, yeah, this recording has uh, up on the uh, up on the Facebook. You can review it at any point in time, and um, really appreciate you taking the time out today. Fung, do well, and we look forward to hearing back and um, and let us know how that um, how that JV goes for the spotters fee for that. Uh... <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to be looking out on the forum for that one. <laughs> yes, you never know, Michael. This this is a new venture. <laughs> a new venture awesome all right excellent hey look thanks thank you everybody for tuning in Fung, thank you so much for sharing it's been really really uh insightful and uh i you know love the fact that you're in the community and you're sharing as a leader within it as well really awesome so yeah you're welcome thank you thank you for having me thank you very much Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. We're going to leave that there. We're going to end off now. Uh, we're just on one o'clock. So this is just a lunch break and um, we'll end off and uh, we'll catch everyone around. Thank Alrighty. You. Bye.